0: But once again though Let's get back on subject here Mike Valenti is your father figure No he is not
1: I will be your father
0: You love Valenti Like remember you were swaggerjacking some of his His bits That's when you get your Swag off of You're not a father figure Till
1: the end of
0: Time Let us be your sports Father figure on our podcast With swag on SoundCloud And iTunes at WXUTs After further review We're back at it here on 88.3 WHT's after further review. The man of guy Harris here and went from his winners and losers to now the Rocket recap. Rockets end up losing to Ohio State 77 to 21. I actually if I was a betting man trying to bet against the spread they said it's supposed to be a 31 point spread and I, I thought uh, the Rockets will at least lose maybe at most three touchdowns. But boy, was I wrong. But David, he he really, he's going to really rip into them. Go ahead, David.
1: Yeah, as I tease the last segment, this was arguably the worst football game that I've seen watching the Toledo Rockets, which, you know, 14 years started this season. And yeah, part, as I think about the three keys to the game, I said Daquan Finn had to be kind of the playmaker, and to his credit, Daquan Finn basically was our offense. Mm -hmm. I mean, he tried to do everything. If you go on social media, which is always accessible, everyone was like, oh, who's this Daquan Finn? He's better than Toledo, blah, 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 blah. You shouldn't, if, you know, if he were on a Big Ten school, he should you know. He would be the best quarterback, second best or third best quarterback in the Big Ten transfer portal. Blah blah blah. You know the usual stuff. Yeah, friends. the yeah the usual stuff. Like where, trying to you
0: wear know, get... this kid. He was under recruited. Blah 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 blah.
1: Like he's bigger than Toledo, which I mean maybe, but we got him, so suck so that sucks. Hmm. Like you know he passed 150 yards, two touchdowns we're rushing for 70 and another score, and basically just his elusiveness and his ability to. He plays alive, including the one touchdown pass that he, um, yeah, one touchdown, pass, the last touchdown pass that he had, which basically was Mike Vick Madden. Like you just just can't stop him. But for me, the key on the defense, which blew everything off, was getting pressure on C.J. Stroud, making Stroud have to throw under duress and. There was minimal to no pressure at all. He had a clean pocket the majority of the night, and it showed in the first half. No. The Buckeyes scored on all six of their first half possessions. Yeah, as you can say, that happens sometimes, but the way that they did it was basically just lining up our secondary, who which had no answer. And... I've, I've probably said it for years now, I hate playing 8 to 10 yards as a corner on these wide receivers that know where they're going. And so you're already at a disadvantage by playing 8 to 10 yards soft coverage. And we saw a lot of those passes were inside slants or post routes, where by the time he makes the move and our, our corner's are trying to break on the ball, you know, two or three steps. I mean, 18 of 20 for 297 and four touchdowns in the first half, passing. We just, we just talked about last second. Justin Fields less than, has less than that in two NFL games. There are some NFL quarterbacks that are hovering around, you know, 300 yards passing. No. When he left the game 22-27, 367 yards of passing through the air for the entire game. Even without their start, you know, number one running back, 763 yards of total offense. Like that, that is a slap in the face. That goes beyond embarrassing. That, that someone's head usually gets rolled after 763 yards of total offense.
0: <laughs> but, but, but wasn't this expected, though, David? It's one of the most efficient offenses in the country. Very explosive. Did, did you really think the Rockets were going to come in and stop this offense, considering that the Mac is not known for playing defense? It's not. It's, it's a league thing. I mean, it's a running joke. Everyone knows that in the Mac, not a lot of defense played. So what was going to be the difference with this team coming up? Now I understand the first two games they played were pretty much lopsided, and they, I guess supposedly they played. They, this has been one of the better defensive teams. But Ohio State is a whole different animal.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I expected Ohio State to score. Like, I expected them to get and you know, to get into the 40s. Like, I was, you know, you know 49-21. Like, even – Even if they had gotten to, like, low 50s, but, like, defensively we played well, I would have been happy with that. Like, and Coach Coach Day said afterwards, or I think it was either Day or I think, believe, C.J. Stroud, that once we get momentum rolling, it's kind of hard to stop them. And it looked like that because it looked like, after about the fourth or fifth touchdown, it looked like the defense just gave up. And it, it, it sucks to say that, but if you watch the game, the, sex, the pass rush kind of slowed down a little bit. You saw an increase in the yards per carry with their rushing attack going up the middle, seven, eight, nine yards in a rush. Like, the front four is supposed to be our best aspect of the defense. And they just kept getting punched in the face. I said a text during the game in kind of the group chat. You're supposed to establish the point of attack at the line. But if an offensive lineman gets their hands on you, you're done. Because they can move you wherever. So if you initiate the attack, which is what I hoped that the Rockets would do, push them back. Make it a little tricky. Just Even if you can't get to Justin Fields, At least make the offensive line work. And it seemed like once at the end of the first quarter, once the game starts to escape, they stopped looking like they were going to get any kind of pressure on Justin Fields. And then Justin Fields has all the time to throw to a plethora of wide receivers. To throw to Marvin Harrison Jr. To throw to Julian Fleming. Like, at, at some point, you have to look at yourself on the sideline and say, we are better than this. We can't go out like this. And I don't know if that conversation was had. Because afterwards, you know, Coach Candle says, you know, some guys have never been beat like that in their lives, including Kim as a head coach. Well, like, at, at some point, pride has to set in. Like, you have to want it. Like, if you're getting your butt whooped like that, like, what? That that shows me the kind of character that you have when everything seems like it's going the other way. Like, what are you going to do? Not, like, and obviously we're going to hopefully see that answer when we play San Diego State today. But, like, we need a response. And, yes, C.J. Stroud, Heisman, Votes, All that stuff, like, I mean, I don't know. It it wasn't like, and this is probably going to date myself, but like, overall, and I've been just including, like, including football, including like the major sports. That is the worst performance I've seen a team wearing the midnight blue and gold since the Gene Cross era. For those of you old, you know. Young people that don't know or remember Gene Cross. Short stint as a head men's basketball coach for the Tully Rockets.
0: I don't know if it can get that bad. I, I, that was some it, bad basketball.
1: It it looked like bad football. Like, it looked like, boom, first first and ten. Eight-yard rush. All right, second and two. Playbook is open. Like, offensively, if it wasn't Zaquan Finn, I mean, yeah. <sighs> I, it was hard to watch in that fourth quarter. Obviously, I watched just because, you know, we have a show to talk about this, and I wanted to give a full picture, but yeah. But it's it sounded like it you got a little sad. emotional. It was, because I was, because, you know, we'd say all this time, Ohio State, everyone's a bandwagon fan. Everyone, you know, 100,000 prime. And also, because it was national te- nationally televised, like, Outside of the bowl season, when people you know want to throw a bet on Toledo, like this was the first time that the nation got to see our alma mater, and we got slapped in the face, like we don't get beat seventy seven twenty one. Akron does, yes, like this oh, because it, it's trend. good
0: enough for Akron, though, right? Good, and you know, Kent State. Uh, they're who are they playing today? Kent State's about to get old. They, Not playing Alabama, are they? I mean, um, they're playing somebody where it's, it's going to. They're be playing Georgia. George, yeah, they're playing Georgia. Georgia at Georgia. Uh, that's going to be grab the bag because woo. There, yeah, there's but, no way but, they're No.
1: Yeah, but at least Kent State. You know, three minutes in as we we're doing this, and I'm looking at the setter Now Daly's intercepted Sam Bennett. Like they had a defensive play. Like, where was our slowing down CJ Stroud?
0: You no, know, Mar- like, Marvin Harrison was just cooking you.
1: I mean, I mean, granted, we know that a lot of those guys are going to play on Sundays because of the helmet and, you know, come from Ohio State. And also, you know, when you're the son of an NFL player, like, there's only so much that you can do. You know he can catch, you know he's going to do the acrobatic stuff. Like,. Like, we expected seeing that, especially in against Arkansas State the week before, seven catches, a buck 84, three touchdowns. Like, we knew he was a target. And I think that's part of a little bit more of the frustration is that we didn't try to do a press or try to be aggressive with him. Like, to let everyone else cook. That's fine. We knew that was going to happen anyway. But it just seemed like they were all struck, and once we, once they got those first two or three blows in, you know, that's all she wrote.
0: Yeah, it, w- it was murder. She wrote, all right. <laughs> I, it was. I mean, I'll give the Rockets credit. At least they scored three out of the four quarters. But it was twenty-eight-seven at the end of the half, forty-two to fourteen at the end of the second. And then it was just 56-7. to And then they just got shot out in the fourth, 21-0. I will say this, uh, Thomas Ziros catching the touchdown pass. Um, he was at, actually at St. John's when I was actually still coaching there. A uh, great young man. So it was good to see him catch a touchdown pass. But I, I thought I was just a little disappointed that they got beat by pretty much 56 points. and And, and I thought that, you know, if they could have made it competitive did i think they're going to beat ohio state no no but if it could have been within a three touchdown game it would have been like okay we got something here now the first two games were great i think you'll probably see now toledo played in their first three games two opponents that they were pretty much over they were over matching them so that was a big Win and then they came into Ohio State being overmatched. Now they're going to probably play a team that's more on their level. Now this comes into the factor. Where do you think Jason Candle stands?
1: I think, I think we talked about this and like after, like towards the end of the game, like that seventy-seven to twenty-one is the kind of game that gets the coach fired. And just the, not even just <laughs> even if it's, even the if it is, score.
0: but even if it is that that they played them like that, like they played Ohio State.
1: Yeah, I I don't I don't think it was even the fact that they played played Ohio State. I think a lot of the things that we've talked about over the years that seem to be like a hallmark of Toledo football, just some of the shooting themselves in the foot, some of the. Uncharacteristic states Thinking about Finn's interception—that he probably shouldn't have thrown that ball, but it happens. Particularly on defense, not being able to get off the field on third down. Like that's like that's stuff that we've been talking about for a couple seasons now in this Coach Candle era, and it seemed like coming to a head. And I think yes, we're we were two and zero. Yes, we had you know top thirty total defense, you know, up there and scoring defense, being able to shut people down. But they came against Long Island and UMass. Mm -hmm. Like, now that we're starting to really get into the meat in the schedule, is the team that we're going to see out on the West Coast similar to those teams that we're stout defensively, and Daquan Finn was able to, quote-unquote, have more fun and do his ability and show why he is one of the best 2 threat quarterbacks, not just in the MAC but in the country? Or is it going to be a team that comes out and relies so much on Finn that we only, you know, our leading rusher outside of Finn is Penny Boone, eight carries for 41 yards. Mm-hmm where our defense doesn't initiate at the point of attack at the line and gets pushed around, like Ohio State, where we're giving clean pockets and our secondary is playing so far off the line of scrimmage that the underneaths are right there for them. Like, which team are we going to see? And I think that's going to determine and dictate whether Coach Kendall by how hot his seat is heading into Mac play. Mm -hmm. Because if we play like we did against Ohio State, Northern Illinois is going to kick our butts. Western Michigan is going to kick our butts. And then there will be no conversation about going to Detroit because we would have lost it.
0: Right. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens against San Diego state. I, like I said, I was, I was a little disappointed at the, at the game, but at the same time it's against Ohio state would have liked it to be at least uh, uh, on national first time ever on national television. It being competitive, like it was when we went down there, it was 27, 22. Now, obviously they were missing some key pieces on that Ohio state team with prior Heron, Heron, and um, boom Heron, And, um, was it Michael Thomas? I think. Yeah. On defense, and Trestle was out. So yeah, I was expecting that. But it would have been nice if they would have if they would have been within three touchdowns. I think it's better to, those games. You know, when you're not going in to win, is to leave with some respect. And, and I, I kind of think it, it turned into a laugher. I think once when time when the Rockets got scored on early, and then the Rockets came back and scored, people were like, oh, we might have something here. Let's see how they respond. And they didn't respond very well. I I, I think if the game would have been a little bit more competitive, it would have gained respect for the Rockets, but it would also gain overall respect um, for the the MAC conference as itself.
1: Yeah, and kind of similar, like, that was the opportunity for us to have a repeat of what happened in 2011, where going again, Kind of, it's like, oh, you know, Mac school, but but now they know. After you know, twenty eleven, they're like, oh, this school played us tough last time. Hopefully, they give us a you know a good fight, and now we're walking out being laughed at like we were laughed in in two thousand eleven. And that that's an ugly that's an ugly taste to have in your mouth. But well, well, the,
0: you're saying they were laughed at in two thousand eleven.
1: No, the fans were thinking about us. You know the same way that they were thinking about Akron before they played us.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. They, they probably were like, "See, we we knew this was going to happen. This team is trash." Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, so I, I I hope that's not the feeling that people and you know obviously Buckeyes fans are irrational, and you know so I'm sure that some of them are thinking like, "Oh, you know that that 2011 thing was just a flash in a pan kind of thing," mm-hmm. but.
0: Well, I mean, like I said, you get it all out uh, to see how the rest of the season goes, um, and, and, and that's, it is, you know, it is, it is what it is. Um, yeah, that's just that's just what, what 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 it is. I mean, oh well. Uh, actually, let's go and see um, who the Rockets basically have up for their next few games because they actually got some really good games coming up that will really um, define their season. I'm uh, Obviously, Where now next weekend, October 1st, Central Michigan is homecoming. That'll be on the NFL Network, actually, at the Glass Bowl. That'll be a game at 3.30. Then the next week, in two weeks, at Northern Illinois in DeKalb. that's an early, very usually Northern Illinois is a Mac uh, weekday game in November. That'll really be telling where the season's going to be going. And then <laughs> they come back home the following weekend against Kent State, which would be family weekend.
1: Yeah, that's the deal. An interesting slate, but I think that the, whatever happens out in San Diego at Snapdragon Stadium, I think is going to say a lot about how the Rockets are going to head into the action. Because they can't play flat on homecoming because they will get booed out of the stadium. You think so? If, if, we, if we come out flat against Central michigan there's going to be one or two boo birds. That press conference is going to, be <laughs> yeah. It's got to take care of business.
0: I'll take care of business. We'll we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. So that was another good segment there, David. When we return uh when we return, we're going to talk a little bit about someone that's been having a really bad week and that's Ume Edoka. Woo. It's 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 going to be it's going to be interesting, man. Very 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 interesting with Ume Edoka and what's going to happen next. Um, but yeah, you're listening to AA Point Cheese. After further review, as we mentioned before, talk a little bit about Game Make sure you always listen to us on WXGT 1130 to 130, live on the radio, or we have our live feed up on after further review sports show on Facebook. We're also on AFR Sports Show on Twitter and on SoundCloud and iTunes we have up the podcast. When we return, drama in the NBA.